Welcome to another installment of the Evolution Exchange podcast. Today, I'm joined by Zamzam, Anders, and Imad to discuss the topic of revolutionizing software engineering, the impact of AI on the developer's future. Before we delve deeper into the topic, let's work our way around the room with some introductions. Anders, we're coming to you. Would you like to kick us off? Yeah, sure. So um, my name is Anas, and uh, I'm a tech lead in a small company here in Aarhus, where we uh, work with um, gathering esports data and uh, making APIs for for businesses to use these esports data. Uh, I'm also co-owner of a couple of minor companies, and generally trying to do advising for startups and young entrepreneurs with questions within tech and stuff like that. And uh, in my spare time, I'm Generally, you know, creating different tools and software um, and stuff like that. That's uh, that's me. Amazing. Thank you, Anas, for that. And Imad, coming to you next. Hey, everyone. This is Imad. Uh, I've been doing a mobile development within the past 12 years. And uh, right now I'm in a company called Acubis by Visma. Uh, as a solution architect, recently moved and changed my career. And also I'm a lead uh, mobile developer over there, uh, leading the mobile team. Uh, on the other side of my life, which is uh, my personal life, I'll speak in different conferences, make video courses and write articles about mobile development in general. And recently uh, speaking in a, in a conference in New York, and the topic was about AI and uh, mobile development. That's why I'm here to talk more about that topic. Amazing. It's really great to have you back on, Imad. It's uh, a third time on the podcast. I think third or fourth. Third or fourth time. I do love it. Always welcome back. Uh, and last but not least, Zamzam, over to you. Hi, uh, I'm Zamzam. Uh, I'm, um, I've, al- I've also been uh, doing mobile in engineering, uh, focusing on iOS for the past um, eight years. Uh, the past uh, few years, I've been uh, working as a tech lead uh, as a company at a company called Vio Technologies, uh, which is based in uh, Copenhagen, Denmark. Um, so what we do here is like uh, we have uh, like a sport camera and then we have some uh, products on top of uh, that that we offer to our customers. Um, and I have a background uh, in AI as well. So I studied uh, AI for my uh, master's uh, and I really uh, am passionate about AI and mobile development specifically. So yeah, that's me. Thank you very much. It's really great to have you on Zamzam. Hi everyone. This is Chris Bennett here, the Nordic's Managing Director here at Evolution. We're committed to doing recruitment in a different way that adds value to both our clients and candidates by providing you with amazing speakers and leading edge discussions on what's going on in the tech scene at the moment. There are three reasons why you should contact me. If you would like to speak on a future podcast, if you are interested in hiring awesome tech data product or gaming freelancers for your business, or if you are looking for an exciting new organization to work with, please get in touch. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope to hear from you soon. Please enjoy the rest of the podcast. Now that we've established a context around each view, we can move on to the topic in focus. You all have a question or a statement around how AI will change the landscape for developers. And as usual, we'll work our way around the room and pose your questions and reasons behind it. So each of you have the opportunity to give your take on the situation. Imad, we're starting with your question. Uh, you want to know, are developers going to be or going to get more lazy or more knowledgeable with AI? And uh, with the speed we can now develop it being so quick, is it going to mean there's going to be more tests and documentation because AI can really vamp up or how the, we can do this, right? And um, I'm going to come over to you to provide some context before we go around the room. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned within past couple of months, I've been focusing on AI and uh, I can see these days developers are focusing a lot using uh, those tools uh, like ChatGPT or uh, other tools that you see out there, like Copilot or many other things. But I know it's not 
that those tools is not AI, but those tools become more famous these days and uh, developers trying to use it a lot. And I really love to know uh, if people are getting or developers are getting more knowledgeable because they can learn a lot from those or they become more uh, lazy and then uh, those new tools are become a new stack overflow because uh, you know all some of the code out there is like deprecated or not uh, having a good performance in stack overflow or even on the AI like ChatGPT or other tools but what's gonna happen what I have done previously in, in the conference was I had I had a workshop three hours. I first asked people to developer try to use AI first to solve a problem and then try to use your brain to make it more fancy. And then uh, on, the, on the second session, I've been giving them a more complex uh, situation and ask them to use their brain first. They can obviously use any other tools to, to fix the problem, but they should use their brain first and then use AI to, to make it fancier, maybe bring more tests or documentation, but not to fixing the problem. And the result was really fascinating for them because some of them even didn't have an experience about using new tools like ChatGPT or uh, Copilot. And some other was like living by that tools. And when they, when I asked them to use, not use those tools uh, or use those tools first, it, it was tricky. And the output of group of like uh, 60 people was uh, they uh, realized and believed like they, they should not use uh, those tools first instead of their brain. And those are something on top of the thing that they could do. Uh, it's not the dedicated answer for every questions. And I just wanted to know, what do you think, uh, Samsung? And then we go to Anders. Yes. So what I think is uh, definitely I could see that there are some tasks for engineers that uh, before it might have taken a lot of time, but AI would help to like make it much faster because um, like at the basics, it's really good at uh, making those. Uh, but when as soon as it becomes something new or something that has not, it has not not a lot of data on it, then it doesn't give you enough. Um, like it doesn't give you something that you can actually take and use. You actually then end up doing the old the, the old way. Okay, you, you go and find the documentation. You read documentation because there's not a lot of resources out there for AI to be to have been trained on. So then it kind of challenges you. So I think in some cases that on some like maybe more basic uh, programming task, it could make it much easier for you, but then you end up spending your time on more complex tasks because that's still not, AI is still not so good in those, uh, in those tasks. So yeah, to go back to your question, I feel it does make you uh, like not want to do the very basic uh, basic things in in the in when you're making a program. It was just oh, just give me a, a list uh, that does this, and then it will give you a list. But like as soon as you want to have like a new algorithm or <clears throat> to have something that has like in a new field, then you end up doing it yourself again anyway. So that's at least. Um, how is it uh, from experience? So do you think the developer become more lazy or do you think they uh, get more knowledge out of these new tools then? I actually think they, they get uh, they get there. I don't think they get lazy in a sense, but I think they could get a lot of, uh, uh, they could get a lot of their time back by using these tools for some of the more basic uh, tasks, 
which means that they would spend the rest of their time doing more complex. And I don't necessarily think they would get the knowledge from AI. It could help. It could write them towards some right directions. But in a lot of cases, uh, it also doesn't help in that regard. So you end up being on a, on a, on web and browsing web anyway. Um, so like the, the feature that has uh, like the, the chat GPT plus that has like the browsing that also helps because sometimes it just gives you some links of some articles that are like, okay, from here and here, I got this. Then you end up going to those articles and reading through that. Cool. But do you think Anders? Yeah. Well, actually. <clears throat> First off, I, I noticed that you mentioned at, at the top of your introduction that you don't see ChatGPT and Copilot as as AI. So what 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 did you mean by that? I I don't I didn't mean those are not AI. Those are one of the variant that we can get out of artificial intelligence. Is it's not the definition of AI that's yes. public. Uh, realize these days that's called yeah. AI. It's not that. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, yeah, and I totally agree with that. And that, that's just something I uh, yeah took notice of. Um, yeah, and, and I totally agree with uh, with with both of you um, because uh, I I also think that some some work and some fields in in software development will benefit from from AI and of course it will and because how how can it not uh, you know if 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 it's helping you and and it then it then definitely will uh, save some time but it's in, in the but at the same time it 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 won't be as well I, at least I think it won't be as um, as great a deal that that some people think it is uh, right away. Uh, and by that I mean that it, it it will be beneficial for for something, but but a lot of people, at least what I uh, a lot of people that I've spoken to, um, come to me and 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 ask me whether or not I am afraid of 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 my job and stuff like that because of because of what they have heard of 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 AI, and, and I I have to tell them always that that is it's not as fancy. And it's not as new as as they believe it to be, um, and and it it cannot do everything. And it it really is just tools, help helpful tools. And 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 we've as developers have, have been developing tools every you know all the time. And then um, so to come back to your question, whether or not they get more lazy, I don't think that they have. They hopefully they get more time to do. New stuff, and therefore, you know, become uh, more productive. Hopefully, uh, whether or not they be more knowledgeable, uh, I think that is not particularly a thing of own developers, but uh, in general, because as we can see with ChatGPT, I I, uh, I I only regard that as a a new kind of uh, uh, Google. You know, it's 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 a it's it's a search engine more than it is anything else. So uh, so that you know makes us able to be easier uh, to come by information easier and, and therefore hopefully be more knowledgeable. Yeah. What I'm thinking uh, earlier and what I also said in that conference was uh, these days why people are getting those questions of if we are getting replaced or whatever, whatever, whatever about the AI is, it's like old days when, uh, I don't know how many years ago, when the machine was introduced to manufacturers. So machinery and everything was existed before, but not in that public. It was like for small businesses or for the test or prototyping. But when it was introduced for public around the whole world, almost at the same time and that that become like uh, what i'm gonna do what's gonna happen and but these days you still see hand workers like with the wooden things or or anything that is still being produced by hand it's it's it has more uh, value than the, the thing that being produced by machine. So, so you see, like this replacement is not that. But I think that goes to our next question that I passed to Sam to 
ask you. Thank you, Ahmad. Yeah, next question. Uh, looking at Zamzam's question, uh, should developer be concerned about job displacement to AI or will it create new roles within the field? And, and to further that, which categories of development will AI look to dominate first? And uh, I suppose there's three questions in one. <laughs> um, finally, how is the education of training of software developers going to be able to keep pace with the AI advancements? So uh, um, a mixture of questions there, Zamzam. I'm, obviously going to come to you first for this one. Yes. Um, so as I think like uh, Emad has already touched upon uh, the fact that, uh, or uh, also Anna said, like um, people, especially people who are maybe also in the field, like uh, you see, uh, maybe it's like at started with the, with fun, uh, fun memes in the, in Twitter, they're like, oh, um, when you realize AI can do your job. And then like another one, like when you realize AI can do your job with like a poker face. So uh, I feel there's like a lot of uh, concerns around this area. Oh, will it actually replace uh, uh, people's job? Uh, We're talking about uh, software development specifically, but it could be in uh, other areas as well, like uh, content generation and things like that. So uh, for me is... Um, so that's part of it. And also like uh, I, I was listening to uh, like a, a podcast before about like how will it change our educational system uh, with having uh, something like ChatGPT that could basically write your essay and like do your homework and uh, make those things quite easy for you. How will it uh, um, affect the education system? And that would also go with the programming because you, I, I remember I had to do tons of uh, projects for all, all my uh, like courses in university and i now think okay some of them could actually i would really benefit with uh, having like something like chat gpt at my hand so how will that then um, make a difference in our education when it becomes to uh, programming uh, like languages and like in general software uh, development so my idea if i want to start with myself and then going on to uh, Anis, is that I really feel it, it will definitely change the way we work um, as software engineers, but I don't think it will replace us in a sense that um, it wouldn't take our job, but it would make our job more advanced uh, and it would make us focus on different kind of tasks and then use this as a help, like how we use Google, as Anna's mentioned, as like a help or a tool that we use to make uh, make our work easier and like to help us uh, do um, quality work uh, that before before AI we would have to spend a lot of time doing uh, some very maybe basic tasks that was part of our job but now we could use AI to do those things but then focus on different kind of uh, areas in, in our field and when it comes to the education I really think there needs to be a very then the education system cannot just ignore and ask people not to use this because students gonna use it anyway. So I think it's better to just adapt with this tool and like uh, change the level of assignments so that it will be the same. That you don't get to oh you don't you don't get to get to write two a page essay, but maybe uh, the the assignment would be okay. You get an essay, but then what do you think about what ChatGPT wrote? Do you agree with that or something like that? Do you think this is good enough or maybe like enhance what you got from uh, from um, from AI tools. Um, there was one more thing I think that I kind of skipped through, uh, which uh, which area will it dominate? And I really think when it comes to a simpler task, and I'm not saying that front-end is simpler in any way, but like front-end has uh, more of a, you know, like it has a, a it does, it does have some rules that it follows in most languages when it comes to the front-end languages, whereas in the back-end languages or when you're doing a more complex tasks, then it becomes a little bit more uh, restricted in the sense that uh, it doesn't have the knowledge. And also, when, when, when we're talking about front-end languages, uh, not the very new new ones because the new ones are ChatGPT are not good at those. Like talking about like SwiftUI, SwiftUI is changing every year, and every year it's been giving you different um, uh, for, uh, like um, view modifiers and whatnot. And ChatGPT is not good at that. Like it does not know doesn't know that because it hasn't been trained on the new data. But like on the old classic uh, languages that has been out there for. A lot of years then because it has a lot of data then it it does provide better uh, result 
So saying that, I will move to uh, Anis. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, um, I, uh, I, I especially liked uh, your, 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 your meme template at the, at the, at the beginning and uh, with the replacement on developers. And, uh, and I, I also uh, have seen a lot of those where uh, as, as, as long as, at the, as, as the AI doesn't understand clients, then we are not even remotely uh, uh, replaceable. Uh, because uh, often the clients don't understand themselves either, so that's that's all good. Um, uh, I I actually th- I actually think it's a um, it's it's quite an interesting interesting topic uh, with the uh, with with how AI is su- well not supposed to but uh, have to be implemented in in the classrooms because um, yeah well I I think that that how how that will be. Uh, will probably be something in in the in the in the likes of 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 how you know compilers were introduced in in education when they were well at least when they be- became a bigger thing and then you know uh, on the fly thing as 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 uh, as with uh, any uh, strongly typed uh, language they have these um, com- completers uh, within the uh, IDEs and stuff like that. Uh, uh, so, so every well, at least because I have a background, I'm a, I'm a uh, you know a uh, I have a master's in in engineering. So the way I've been going to school is it was always by I've I've been te- taught by you know other previous engineers in in bigger companies. So they had always been um, te- teaching us how companies are doing it. So of course we have to have AI within the classroom as well because that will definitely be something they are using in the in the industry. Um, and uh, I have no, you know, um, golden bullet for for knowing how that that will end up being. But but they will definitely have to uh, have that in in the classroom as well in in some capacity. Um, and and one thing I. Uh, uh, Think that will be a big thing within bigger. It, it will, especially in bigger companies like you know extremely big companies, uh, software companies is is something in the in the likes of of Copilot uh, for their own code base uh, only within the company uh, because a lot of new when when new developers uh, come in if they have a big um, code base it's it will of course be difficult for them to know everything that exists already so copilot will uh, copilot like stuff will definitely be a, a thing in in companies and then and, and uh, new students will definitely have to know what that is and how that works uh, yeah so uh, one of the one of one of one of your questions is also what which categories it will dominate first and and yeah as as you said probably front end uh, I uh, I have a I have a lot of opinions ab- uh, about that so uh, let's let's just skip ahead of that and uh, go on oh yeah yeah so the job displacement part yeah um, I, uh, I I I really can see how that how that can be because th- that would that would that would only be you know, possible if we um, already have developed everything that is to develop because it, the AI will not you know do new stuff and and uh, uh, be creative. So uh, and as we clearly haven't developed anything everything already, uh, humans human intervention will have to be. Um, so uh, yeah, that's uh, that's probably my five or ten cents on that topic. Oh, we move over, Alice. Sorry, Matt. Uh, but we'd, but we'd love to hear your opinions on the the front end, back end thing. I, I I probably do not like to have that recorded. So that's uh, <laughs> that's for another that's for another time. Okay, fully understand. <laughs> Maybe over a couple of beers another time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what I'm thinking, I'm thinking a lot of different things. But uh, if I go first with the this placement or uh, uh, yeah, nothing gonna be replaced by AI. It's just new thing will be introduced and we move on to those new things. 
and AI will do the 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 other things that we are not interested anymore, like old days of uh, doing memory management that's being handled these days with the newer uh, languages, and you don't need to have like garbage collector or or any other things that's on newer languages. Uh, even even some of the developers has no idea about what what we're talking about about memory management so new languages adapted or have a lot of layer on top of each other to to avoid us thinking too much about things so it's gonna be the same i i must say and uh yeah what's which category of development i disagree with both of you and i would say it's gonna be a testing uh, environment or category so ai can read that like these ais can read text and uh, get understanding of the text and find a challenges so writing tests making a lot of automation and those things is the first area that uh, ai will focus on i assume uh, before making any UI or any front end or or even thinking of any complex backend or uh, you know, it's it's like testing is the first in my opinion. And uh, yes, big comp. Oh yeah, up to you, Samsung, and then I'll continue with my note. Uh, but don't you think for testing, especially, then you end up changing you might have to change a lot of code base to be able to test it in some cases so how how would uh how would ai do that like in a sense that it's like do you need to do a full refactor for it to actually become testable and uh, so what, not, what kind of tests do you mean i'm not uh, saying uh, ai writes a test for us i'm saying ai can make some test scenarios that we can produce tests for it, or we can see those test, scenario, test scenarios of our code that uh, either coming out of an actual tester to, to, to see those leak or those gaps, or it's coming out as a bug <laughs> after we release the actual code to production. So I'm not saying uh, those, AI, uh, those tools writing tests for us just saying that they can see how mature our code is uh, when you're asking it to write tests for it. And then they write some tests and then you see the test scenarios and then get uh, some output out of it. And uh, to you, honest, when you said about the big companies and co-pilot thing, it's a really good idea. And uh, in my knowledge, as, as, as of today, I, I, I'd say, uh, GitHub offer for enterprises that they can uh, learn from their code, private repository, and only being used in a in a private uh, account. So it's already there, and I've heard some big companies are using it. And on top of that, it's like uh, what I see from a Bigger company is like these days they are even in Denmark, which is uh, not that high level in 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 a sense of being up really up to date like uh, US. Uh, in Denmark, uh, big companies start hiring AI, whatever post fix like solution architect, whatever, 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 as a as a as a role. So I, I really fascinated to see what are, what are they or how they define those roles in, in their companies and how, how they see it, how they see it uh, these days. Because we used to have in bigger companies like AI department for uh, business analysis or for like uh, Zamzam's company that you should know, like handling a lot of data as an output of some videos or you know, those real definition of AI, not these uh, chat GPT or large language models thingy. And yeah, it's it's crazy. And on top of that, it, we are not dealing these days with 
only AI to being uh, to replace us in a sense. It's like a lot of new technology coming these days, like mixed reality or augmented a lot of different reality, augmented reality, virtual reality, whatever reality that's uh, being introduced by a lot of companies. And on top of that, uh, getting out to the public AI tools and on top of that, going out to the space. That's another thing. So all these things happening really fast in a, in a pace that you cannot catch up what's going on every day. And that's, that's more scarier than, than thinking being replaced because you need to catch up in one of them somehow if you want to stay in the, in the, in the market. That's that's my input. Let's go to Sam, I think, because I touch up on different things that might re be related to Anna's questions. Yeah, thank you very much, Ahmad. Um, Anna's question is the last one, and I think his focus is on why are we only looking at it from a software perspective? Where else could developers use the AI to improve? And the same as always, and we're going to go to him first to give us some context before going around the room. Yes, <clears throat> well. Um, my my motivation for 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 you know have, posing the question of of why only software um, is that especially now after the pandemic um, a lot of people experience that uh, and and a lot of companies experience that that it is possible to still be productive uh, while not uh, working the traditionally nine to five jobs uh, hours I would say. And um, and also all uh, all this with uh, it is is more well a lot of a lot of employees have realized that they can be as effective when they are at home and not you know have to go to the office space. Um, so how, how can we can we somehow think up new tools or not new tools but some tools to um, you know, can can perhaps you know because of course there's there's some psychology you know within what I'm thinking you know within this field where where developers or, or you know employees in general um, have different needs and different uh, zones or what 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 would what you say you know uh, different uh types t times a day that they are more productive than others and stuff like that so so. How can we uh, get new frameworks for that? You know, like psychology frameworks, and uh, uh, you know, we have we uh, a lot of uh, big HR departments in in big bigger companies already use uh, stuff like personality traits and types and stuff like that. C can we have new things, or can we combine these things in in some way? Uh, and I I don't know if if of course. You know the term AI can be used for that, but it, it of course what the general public uh, think of AI cannot be used for this. But can can we somehow be more productive if we uh, if if we look at at uh, at people's work uh, methods or output or something, and and then determine from that that perhaps these persons should work at other hours of the day than that these persons and stuff like that and also i um uh, i also thought that we could use new ai models uh, for or uh, like peripherals for for the individual developer uh, because um, we already have a lot of different types of keyboards and uh, and, and uh, layouts of the keyboard and some are bent and some are straight and uh, we all we also have some keyboards that are, you know, completely uh, cut cut over in in, in two. Um, so there's a market for for different types of keyboards, apparently. But perhaps there is also a market for more, much more personalized uh, keyboards. Um, can we use some some models for that as well? Um, we don't. Well, I don't know at least. Uh, but. It is it is a uh, is an intriguing thought for me that that we can can uh, use well not not use the models the AI models but that it is intriguing for me that it is 
becoming much more uh, mainstream to the to not only developers but you know more in more general that that we can uh, train new AI models uh, for all sorts of different fields. Uh, and that's uh, that's a thing that I, I you know in, enjoy with all this uh, new uh, well all this recent uh, uh, AI boom that we we are apparently uh, experiencing. Um, yeah, and also uh, I recently uh, read an article regarding uh, the consultant firm McKinsey. That's uh, that's uh, that. That, that recently um, d- devised a framework for developer productivity, and uh, a lot of actual developers are not agreeing with that uh, framework. And uh, perhaps, perhaps we can generate new models that uh, don't particularly uh, well that 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 perhaps uh, make a lot of these consultant firms or management firms and stuff like that, consultant managers, uh, perhaps uh, less prevalent in the industry as well. Um, well, I don't know. I have just It's just a bunch of ideas that I have. So uh, what I'm thinking about what you said uh, about all those topics is like I had to make a note <laughs> because I have a lot of uh, thoughts on my uh Brain. So, uh, first thing first, you said why only softwares and why not any other areas? What I've recently studied is there is a website and a company, a private company in the US, that they have like 250 satellites around the Earth and they use AI to study all the trees and then different things that make oxygen or, or or produce co2 to to calculate how long we survive on the earth and uh, and also they have all the photos almost live which is like a couple of hours in that area uh, and you can go to that website and see it as a public person and it's not owned by nasa or or governments anymore so that's why I'm, I'm recently really focusing on the on the space and everything else than uh, mobile development but so yeah definitely ai can be used in different areas and it's been already used uh, within past couple of years and started from 2016 i think uh, on the large companies and yeah and that being said, is like I, I recently watched a stand-up comedy, and uh, one of the guys said, uh, "We we invented wheels on a suitcase on 1970, but we walked on the moon on 60s. So how how we couldn't focus on inventing like something that you were already." using it on a car or, or bicycle or anything else, not on a suitcase. And you walked on the moon. Yeah. Is, is, it, uh, Jim, is it that uh, Jim Jeffries? Uh, I don't, I'm not good with the naming, but it most likely is yeah. if you know him. So yeah, that's, that's crazy thoughts that uh, right now I have is like, when we have all these AI, why not use those like for personalization on everything? Okay, I'm, I'm I'm good with coffee, but uh, I'm also a morning person. How can be more productive or all those things like even physical environments? Okay, I I, I my my body my my hands are good with this style if I work. And there is no keyboard like this, like both hands on on the right side, for example, is like either towards each other or uh, straight. So. And those things, it's crazy, yeah. But on the other side, you mentioned like working from home. Uh, I, I've had a really hard time within past two years uh, finding a really good balance that helped me to work more productive. And uh, I also studied some book about uh, human species and, and everything. So we are group uh species like we should be 
next to each other. And if we are alone, uh, our, our brain has been designed to be destructive and then uh, uh, not being in a good mood. So it, it I know it, it can help us a lot, but at the end, any tools uh, within past decades being introduced that they, they couldn't survive in the market if they were putting a lot of effort to make people isolated in any way. So those isolation, it, if it's uh, unconscious or uh, with force, it's still not going to be used that much. I don't know, <laughs> but it was something I had to say. Uh, and before jump back to you, Anders, I just had one note is uh, when you said personalization and everything about uh, AI being used, I just saw uh, uh, an advertisement on social media that was about tattoo. And yes, we can use a lot of AI to, to make uh, really fancy tattoos that use augmented reality and, and matches your body. And then it, it, it's a lot of crazy thought, but it's already out there. So it, it's like, it's a, it's crazy these days. Up to you, Anders, and then... Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, I just I just wanted to touch upon, uh, I, I think you said uh, that, uh, well, first off, I, I want to, you know, explain that I, I, I didn't mean that, that people necessarily wanted to, uh, you know, be alone and, and always work from home. I, I wasn't, you know, it wasn't my intention to... Uh, Get to that point because even though as a developer myself and, uh, and uh, I always joke uh, with that I I I I don't like people and I only want to sit in a basement uh, you know surrounded by only the lights of of the servers around me. Um, I I definitely uh, work much better uh, away from home uh, or in the office. You know just 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 this thing of of getting up and away. Is is uh, is a good thing for me, but that's also because I've uh, I, I've always been doing that, you know, since school and, and uh, other work and stuff like that. So 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 that's just uh, just a thing for me. And and yes, yeah, so, so I, I wasn't necessarily coming to that point. Um, uh, however, no, you I, I didn't get that uh, from your point, but I wanted to say at the end we needed to go out somehow and whatever comes out doesn't necessarily is a good thing. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, however, uh, I, you mentioned something. Yeah, you, you said that uh, the technologies that were designed to isolate individuals would not... Uh, you know, have have a useful stay in in the world, and 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 still we have social media where a lot of people are at least saying that they are, are feeling much more isolated, and uh, social media is definitely not uh, going away anytime soon. So, so that's I I don't have anything to say about that. I'm just you know it's it's just. Um, yeah, a um, I, observation for me that I, I see. I see that, and uh, on top of the social media, they made uh, these new uh, Facebook glasses or Apple glasses to help us to get closer because we we feel isolated with social media. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a game plan. But at the end, yes, it's it's hard to get through those. But I think it's time to go with Samsung because we talked a lot. So up to you, Samsung. Uh, yeah, so your conversation was very interesting for me. Um, I feel um, just um, to go back to where the conversation started uh, with like why only software. Um, I think we've been using AI for quite a lot of times for a lot of different things without actually like kind of or like not everyone would realize oh this is actually AI like you you talk to Siri every day and like you've been able to do that for how many years now and then and the, when it first came out I was like oh wow so like there is this uh, thing you can just talk to it and ask questions and like get some uh, asking it to do some stuff for you and I think we definitely are using AI but 
when it becomes about personalization, then AI, the way it works right now is that it always needs a lot of data for uh, from each individual to be able to make those personalization. And uh, big companies like Facebook and Google who had this data, they actually are really good at making it super personalized. But then everybody was like, oh, but this is privacy. You're not supposed to have this data because this is my data. I don't want you to have it. And then Apple came and said, oh, but we're doing it on the device. So in the sense that, okay, we're not taking your data, putting it on the server, running it, but like we're doing it on the device. So like to give a sense of um, this is not, this is personal, but it is still accurate to your preferences. And when it comes to me, I am really... I really don't like when it's personalized in the sense that like I, every time I go to a website and ask, oh, is it okay for you to, for us to have your cookies? No, I like reject. I don't want it. Or like the apps and they ask, uh, is it okay for me to track your um, activities? I'm like, no, even though sometimes I end up giving some suggestions that I actually wanted, but it just kind of like feels super, like I don't want it. I didn't want it. Uh, but so I feel like it, it has this balance of, and how does this become more personalized in the sense that you don't feel like you're being monitored or observed and people are, uh, or companies are like feeding things to you because this is to their benefit more because it's for your benefit. So I think the AI has been used excessively in that sense, but maybe not in the right, or like in a lot of places in the not, not in the right direction. Uh, and uh, generating AI and like creating AI models is a very expensive uh, um, thing to do. And the thing is, so I would have lo- I would love the word that like at some point we are able to generate all of these models ourselves. I think Apple has made it also very easy to just generate models, but it's very like basic models that you can. Oh, is it is it a book or is it a pencil? <laughs> you know, like that kind of models, which doesn't really give you value. But it would be very nice if people could make their own AI models from their own, oh, I want to make a playlist, but I want it to be me making it, not a Spotify. So I'll just gather a bunch of musics and then give me like a playlist that will match that. So I think in some some industry, you can see that it's going in the, in this direction. So I think people are not so, so uh, they're not so uh, angry with a Spotify when it gives them the suggestion or the weekly uh, music playlist because it's actually nice. It's always like, this is this is actually what I was looking for. I wanted to have this uh, playlist. But it's a, it's a very delicate uh, matter, I would think, if we, when we talk about making AI more personalized. Um, you also talked about um, working uh, from home versus working from office. And also, like, the whole conversation started in a, in a sense that you said, Maybe we could uh, not have those fixed hours as like normal five to like nine to five um, uh, working hours. And for me, I remember when I was in my um, like and one, one of my previous companies uh, and Corona happened. I remember someone said that uh, this is that way of working is very old school. We don't want to go back, and we never would go back to that way of working. But you see now after Corona, a lot of companies have have gone back. To that way of working we as engineers we have more freedom in the sense that oh there's a lot of work i can just do my work remote i'm not tied to the company but you still see even on engineering roles and um some companies have this strict thing that okay you can't you have to be here from nine to five uh, and you have to be for instance in the office and stuff like that but the but the thing is i definitely think it, it would make sense to break these uh, kind of like strict rules because if I'm tired at 3 p.m., I'm not doing any good by being here at the work two hours more, right? It's, it's not like I'm not going to be productive. Uh, so like having that, and that would be a change from the working industry. And of course, like in, in Scandinavia, we already have a, I think, like pretty rich working culture comparing to other countries. But I think like things that uh, some, I've, I've heard like Finland is trying out with like four day uh, work week. And like, uh, I heard some rumors that like, it could also be implemented in some companies in Denmark. That's very interesting for me because I was, that would mean that people would have to see, okay, uh, we have to do what we did in five days, in four days. So what are the extra things we did that we don't need to do anymore? Like extra meetings, because a lot of stuff on Friday after 2, 3 p.m., people don't really work. So maybe that would uh, have to be, okay, like remove the amount of uh, meetings and have more kind of productive working hours within four days. And um, yeah, I guess that's uh, that was 
what I wanted to talk about, like uh, answering the questions. So I know that Anders wanted to answer something, but I raised my hand before. So Anders, you go first, and I I go after you. Yeah. So um, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I I probably already forgot what I wanted to say. So uh, we we would yeah you would we talk about personalized AI. Was it that? Uh, no. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it was uh, regarding the. Um, uh, the, the office hours and, mm. and, and us as developers uh, specifically. And uh, it's, it's, it's actually quite funny because, uh, well, not funny, that's that, but that would definitely be a lie. Uh, it's interesting that, uh, that, that a new norm for uh, office workers in general have emerged a bit where they have found that if they have a computer at home, they can much easier come and go to the office because they have the means to to do some work at home as well and and that uh, at least for the uh, for the last couple of um, research I've I've seen on the topic uh, actually means that they do more work and are more happier uh, doing the work um so it it benefits everyone um and uh, and 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 and, and it definitely uh, benefits me as well because uh, me me personally, uh, and, and that's of course the the most important thing about all, uh, is that uh, I in in most of my uh, work uh, places I've always demanded that I have a uh, a laptop a work laptop at home because I um, I often uh, w- visit family and and. and Go places where where I'm, I'm I don't want to come to the office, but I still want to work. Uh, and and often I also have a uh, have have roles that expect me to you know uh, you know yeah, at cool. midnight or something like that. You know, hop on on a server and restart something and stuff like that. So I, I actually need this uh, option. And and so I I've, I've for quite some years now actually already lived like this uh, that that a lot of other people have have taken taken to heart. And uh, and I, I was I always have been a you know a proponent for. For this kind of work, and then now we also have some research that say that's that's a good thing. So uh, I'm 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 happy. Yeah, let's uh, let 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 Imad uh, give some insight as well. So uh, and regarding some of the things that you said, Zamzam. Uh, so obviously we need data for AI, and obviously we need to be it needs either to be anonymous or happens on the device then you own it like physically uh, and then you can use it. But on top of that, I think these days is like, you know, old days uh, when machine was introduced, I like this this example, when machine was introduced, uh, all the engineers, like mechanical engineers, they love to make their own machine. And these days when AI being introduced to public uh, people uh, and they are not experienced like they are not engineers but they still understand what's going on and because these new tools are more low level than old machine that's you had to think to to make something out of it but these ai is like it's closer to uh, an average knowledge of the like uh, either like high educated or low educated people then they can make a lot of things and and i really like to uh, the, the examples that you made about i don't remember about what what it was about i like to make something oh it was about like music playlist so i like to make something by the data that i own and and by by the ai that's feeding my data and then myself doing it so it's it's like old days i like to make a machine that fix my problem but i want to do it it's not someone else doing it and i it's it's like that in my opinion and uh, and the last thing i want to say is about that uh, working from home thing 
I can say I have worked in all other, uh, all, all different options that could ever exist in that area. So I have worked fully remote, fully on the office, forced to being like two days remote, three days office, and whenever you like to come to the office or whenever you want to be at home, no pressure. And and also there was another option that if you have done all your tasks for today, then you're free to go. And oh, it, sweet, sweet deal. It, it was crazy. It, it was crazy good, and and it was super productive. And yeah, it it's like it depends on the culture of the small team, not the whole company. Because for example, one of the companies was like two days, Tuesday and Thursdays, you should be home. I don't want that. I'm in the in a in a mood of being like three days in the office, two days in at home, like in a row, not one day office. One. So it's like it's so personalized, and and also team wise or team relationalized, whatever word that is can come out of that. But it's like it depends on the culture, either personal culture or individual culture or group culture, and that's more important. If if you like it or not or not you in like it could like large companies and to use them some yeah so uh, something anna said that like he, he thinks that he works uh he, he, he can work more at, at work now for me i actually am actually not that i don't work uh, at work but at work i usually end up um talking to a lot of people going to meetings and stuff like that and then when i want to really focus i really take the, that day and i work from home because i know no one can just come and like tap on my shoulder oh by the way can we just talk about this and i know that like in some cases it's it's really helpful i, I remember in corona time that like everyone was remote and you slack someone and you really needed them to answer you but then they would answer you five hours later and it was just like oh god like i really needed your answer like five hours ago so uh, I feel like for, for me, it's, uh, it's, as you said, it's like a lot of, uh, it's very personal. And I think when the companies do these surveys, there's a lot of people that say, I want to come to the office every day. And then there are some say, I don't want to come to the office at all. And then there are some that say, oh, I want to come to the office, but I want to have the freedom. So it's like a lot of um, different ideas. And it also really depends on your personality, whether you, for instance, if, you, if you're not a person who, who can really focus when they're alone, then obviously it's not good for you to work from home and that doesn't benefit anyone. But if you are a person that who can focus on their own, then like then then it's better to work from home. But uh, but I also thought about the thing you mentioned about uh, the, ca- the 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 glasses and the Vision Pro. I was thinking like this whole Vision Pro uh, was is very interesting for me to see the adoption and who will be the ones who are going to adopt this. Uh, is it going to be the companies? Is it going to be uh, people working from home? Because for me, it would be I imagine a world that I come to the office and everyone is having having like these uh, goggles on their face, and that would be super weird. But but maybe that's what was going to happen in a year or so. So I'm really curious to see uh, how that turns out to be. Because I feel like the Vision Pro could really be powerful when you're doing hybrid meetings uh, or some people are in the office and some people are at home. Then you kind of have, you can't make it look like you're in one place or like a shared board or something like that. But like having it on when you're working close together, that just seems super weird for me. But I just, I don't know, like I, I'll have to wait and see how it, how it turns out. But those, oh yeah, <laughs> we definitely we definitely need some holograms like in Star Wars. That's uh, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Because those glasses is not the first attempt of any of those large company. Maybe it is from the, the Apple, but from like Facebook, Google, and and all other companies, it's not the first attempt. And and they have been trying to to attach it to our day-to-day life by bring it to game, bring it to like it, like whatever. And uh, Apple is focusing on like companies and, but let's see, it takes more time for adaptation. How, how big are these uh, goggles that you're, you're speaking of? Are they, because I know that Facebook have, have acquired Oculus. So are they as big as, as those? Uh, it's almost the same, a bit uh, smaller, I would say, uh, from Apple. 
but uh, we haven't tried it. Like I haven't, because these days you have to book as a developer to go there and yeah. try it. It does look pretty much the same. It's just uh, the one that Apple has has a much nicer design, of course. Uh, so it doesn't look like it doesn't have the strap on the head. It's like very neat. It's uh, very more <laughs> Yeah, but and then like when you have the glasses on, it uh, it has this like kind of um, it 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 reflects your eye on the glass so when you want to have a conversation with someone who is on in the in the place you don't have to take it off it will actually reflect your eye to show up on the glass so the person is, sees your eyes instead of like the glasses it, so that's why they it's called see-through and you yeah, actually seeing other people from outside they see your reflection of eyes it it capture your uh, eyes and and it reflects like 99% accurate and it has like a lot of sensor inside. And if you move your eyes and do anything, it's just reality from outside. It's weird. Let's see. Yes. <laughs> Tom is shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it really sounds like, you know, some uncanny valley stuff, like, you know, uh, in, in, in movies where they are trying to... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. people and stuff like that and, and uh, it's, it yeah. sounds it's, it sounds good on paper but uh but yeah. horrible in in practice yeah yeah on to you sam yeah i think it's a great point to, to finish on and you might have terrified me a little bit about the upcoming <laughs> vision pros um but yeah but i think we'll leave it there for today this has been the evolution exchange podcast I really want to take this time and the opportunity to thank Zamzam, Anas, and Imad for not only the fantastic insights, but their incredible questions as well. Uh, and they really did some work behind the scenes to help us get this together. So thank you all. And of course, thank you for listening. If you would like to get involved in one of the upcoming podcasts, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn or via email at sam.williamson at evolution-nordics.com. Of course, when this podcast goes out live on LinkedIn, you will be able to obviously prod Imad, Zamzam and Anas of anything they've said. Maybe Anas will tell you his opinions on the, the front enders um, when it's not being recorded. But yeah, be sure to ask them questions. I'm sure they'll be uh, really keen to answer any. But thank you. See you next time.